0: Welcome to So You Think That Was Good, Do You? a podcast where we take a look back at the films from your childhood and question the absurdity of their universes. My name is Evan, and this week is a bloody special one because I'm joined by two incredible. because I'm joined by the two incredibly funny hosts from Block Blunders. I'll tell you what. I've been absolutely smashing this pod recently and I am in love with it. I'm looking directly at them as I say that. So, everybody, (laughs) please give the biggest of hellos and welcomes to Barry Walsh and Pat Sunderland. How are you doing, boys? Oh my God. (laughs) even oh, when you invite us onto this
1: podcast you didn't say that there was a live studio audience this is incredible <laughs> <laughs> oh no, please stop
2: throwing flowers my god yeah. I can't take thank, all
1: the roses thank god we were all wearing our <laughs> recording tuxes my god <laughs> No, thank you. On, thanks so much for having us. We are the hosts of Block Blunders, a film podcast all based around talking about films that one of us hasn't seen. We have uh, some people on to uh guess the plots of movies that they've heard about but have never actually watched. We get all kinds of handsome Welsh uh, uh contestants <laughs> on including a, a one Mr. Evan. Uh so it's so happy to be here.
0: It is great to have you boys here. You both good? Fantastic.
1: fantastic absolutely fantastic we've we've flown in into the uk it's uh it's been a long flight but we're
2: uh, we were met by roses and red carpets and evan really i can't believe you got the limo that i requested but you you did yeah yeah we had to walk
1: but that is okay that's totally fine we're not bitter about it at all we're happy to
0: just move past it and <laughs> Well, it's great to have you boys here. I suppose it's time to reveal the movie that we're going to decide whether or not we thought it was good, did we? And <laughs> that movie is Flubber 1997, starring probably really the only notable person here, Robin Williams, uh, late Massive, and great, the of course. Uh, there is one other cast member that we'll, we'll talk about because I saw <laughs> he both had notes for his introduction, but we'll, we'll get to him. Let's save that as a nice little surprise <laughs> for everyone. Now,
2: I actually, I think the more, when I watched this, I, I only watched it this, this morning for me, and I think I may have never seen Flubber before this. That's Which crazy. is the why, so the theme of our podcast is that I I've I just have not seen many movies, and that's why I had the idea to do this, the podcast Block Blunders, because I was like, always trying to, you know, think about the plots. I, I just had seen so many movies that I thought I'd known the plot just from <laughs> pop culture. And Flubber must be one of those, because I really, when I watched it, I was like, I only remember one scene from this. So either I saw it once and all I remember was Flubber dancing at the end, or I never saw it and just know that Flubber dances at the end.
0: I have some vague recollection of the Flubber dancing scene being used in, like, adverts, maybe like Burger King or something. So it's Maybe I saw it in an ad. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't think I've seen this movie.
1: You absolutely know whenever this was being shown on Free to Wear TV that the uh, the one clip they would show is just that clip of Blubber dancing. It'd be like Uh-oh. it'd have one shot of Robin Williams, then then Flubber dancing, being like Flubber <laughs> tonight, six AM at uh, PM
0: <laughs> Sponsored yeah. by Burger so- King. Well, we always start off these episodes with a little plot synopsis of the movie pulled straight from the top of Google, so it's always absolute shit. But it's just to loop everyone in for what's gonna be happening. Here it comes, boys. Professor Philip Bernard is experimenting with new kinds of energy, and he thinks this project will save struggling Medfield College, where his girlfriend, Sarah, is president. But when he discovers a lively rubber like substance dubbed flubber, he gets so <laughs> excited he absent mindedly misses his own wedding. Sarah dumps him, so he tries to use his discovery to win her back. (laughs) Unfortunately, the mischievous Flubber seems to have a mind of its own. That does not summarise the plot at all. (laughs) And I know we're going to get to this, but many of the other stakes in the movie, it's only covering the girlfriend stuff. And this is jam-packed full of of stuff to drive the plot in this, all of which don't need to be in there.
2: And none of which involve Flubber
1: at all. It's it's also so funny to me that uh, these it's only when you read the plot summaries that you are like oh yeah they bothered coming up with a name for Robin Williams' character like we're not all just be like <laughs> so in this scene Robin Williams like <laughs> Professor Bray like you could have given me 2,000 guesses as to this character's name and I'd be like uh, is it Robert Williams? like <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I will refer to him as Philip throughout, but if that becomes an issue, we'll just call him Rob. Wait,
2: Robert? No. What's his name? Robert? Brainerd no. as well. Oh, there we go. Brainerd is Robert. a lazy last name.
0: <laughs> it's never mentioned in the movie, Bernard. Nor do people well, call him Bernard. Professor. Bernard, I, I think. Was, oh, I thought it was Brainerd. Well, it's a,
2: it's a very,
1: very old fashioned name, and that actually, I didn't realise this until you know, kind of looking at the film for this episode. Do you guys know that this is a remake of an old film from like the fucking fifties?
0: What? I do, yes. Yeah. This is like what?
1: the Nutty This is it's like the Nutty Professor. It's almost exactly like the Nutty Professor. They've taken this old comedy from the sixties or something called The Absent Minded Professor. I know professor.
2: Of the Nutty Professor.
1: Yes and you know like the Eddie Murphy movie's a remake of an old Jerry
2: Lewis movie. Uh, Pat, you know I don't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I didn't know who James Cameron was the other week. No, our no, podcast. that's a good point.
1: Uh, so yeah, so both of these—they're very similar movies in a lot of ways. Both, they're also both fucking remakes of 60s comedies. I don't know what this trend was oh, in the shit. in the uh, in the mid 90s that they were like, we should bring back that fucking shit movie from. from three
0: <laughs> years ago. Yeah, so that's why we get a scene later on. I do note it where he says that he's absent-minded about six times in a row, just to really (laughs) nail in that this is a remake. You should remember that. So was the
2: other movie called the Absent-Minded Professor? Yeah, yeah, that was the original. Okay. Which is way wow. less catchy
0: than Flubber, so I see my generation. Yeah, they no. They, in
1: fairness, they figured it out how to make
0: it. Yeah. But also, I, n-
2: I never knew that Flubber was just he. He goes, oh, it's flying rubber Flubber. So th- it was that moment in the movie where I was like, oh, I've never seen this film. All oh, right,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. And we're gonna get to that too because I have a point of contention with that naming process. Damn <laughs> straight.
2: Not... I I have a point of contention with most of this movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're in for a good one and uh, maybe a long one. So let's get into maybe. it. Maybe. So we open, as usual, with every bloody 90s movie, especially kids' movies that I watch, with opening credits. And these ones, they go on for $1.41. And that's not too bad in the in the scheme of things. Usually they go on much longer <laughs> than that. And then we see this little paper boy. He's delivering newspapers to the whole neighbourhood. It's very suburban where, where this is. So when he finally gets to our protagonist's house, it, it stands out a little bit. There are pipes coming out of it. It looks like it's being fumigated. A little bit. But this is just his it's
2: house. Okay. It, he looks like the worst neighbor in the in on the block.
0: Yes, yeah. A bit it stinks. It looks like it stinks of chemicals. <laughs> it's a straight up health hazard. It is a
1: complete health hazard.
0: <laughs> so, this little uh, paper boy, he chucks a paper onto the, the doorstep. This is only important because we get a good look at the paper. This is Heinecker, who is not in the movie, by the way. He's not mentioned again. Threatens to close the college. <laughs> oh wait, unless this is the mob boss, in which case. Prepare for him to be referred to as the mob boss for the rest of the The movie. Yeah, I did not
1: know that dude's name. (laughs) I was was unsure why he was in the film at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whilst this is happening, the opening credits reappear, and that's where it... This is the scene that everybody remembers, like you did, Barry, that it says The Flubber Mambo by Danny Elfman. So you, you have something to look forward to, because imagine turning the movie off Without knowing that Danny Elphin has a rendition for the Flubber coming up. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking sick. Uh, we then get a, a panning view of Dr. Bernard's Phillips house. Oh, why am I so formal? Uh, which is cluttered <laughs> with books, pipes, scientific instruments, and crumbled up bits of paper. He's got like this whole robotic setup, making him breakfast, shooting his bin out into the street. It's all very Wallace and Gromit. That's
1: exactly what I wrote down. I wrote down the. Wallace he was and completely...
2: Gromit? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's,
1: it's, I it, had
0: leg Teletubbies
2: technology.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's living he's living the dream of uh, of what like this whole guy is just what kids think smart people are like.
2: Yeah, like, he's like yes. oh, what science is. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. If you're a scientist, you've built a massively overcomplicated machine to do stuff that like you know you've built make an make entire robot arm. Yeah, exactly to lift toast <laughs> out of your toaster because the toaster wasn't good enough already. <laughs>
2: And you program every little device in your house with a personality that you then have to thank and abide of by. Course.
1: <laughs> yes. And uh, one of those personalities I have major issues with, as I'm sure you guys do. Yes. Well, it's I mean, revolting.
2: if we're talking about the number one cast list on this movie above Robin Williams, Wevo <laughs> Listed on, as the number one cast list. Yeah, was at least crazy. when I googled it. Who who voices Weebo? I didn't even look at that.
1: I have no idea. But but what I love is that yeah, we introduced all the household robots in his house, and uh, you know you've got like a robot butler and stuff, and none of them are, they're all just like machines, except he has one sentient, basically Google Home assistant.
0: Yeah. Who... <laughs>
1: We very quickly learned, like, this thing's main goal in life is to, like, suck off Robin Williams. Like, this thing, he has... <laughs> yeah, I'm nodding. <laughs> he has created this fucking thing that has fallen fully head over heels in love with him.
2: There's so many problems.
0: Robin Williams is... Oh, here we go. Yeah, Robin is trying to get dressed. Uh, <laughs> this is setting up several things here. First, that he is useless because he's struggling to get dressed. And hmm. then there's a, there's a female disembodied voice shouting from somewhere in the house who's, who's helping him do it. So we're to assume she helps him with everything. This guy relies on her. And it's probably a real woman, right? <laughs> Wrong. In floats this little <laughs> yellow ball into yeah. the room named Weebo. And also, I hate that because you know the robot butler he has who does both the dishes and the science experiments? <laughs> yeah. It's called Weebo. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's Weebo reboot. You're Weeba. a genius,
2: bro. Think of different names. But he's not a genius. And this is the problem I have with the movie. And I'll talk <laughs> about this later. He flukes every single one of his
0: inventions.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we'll get to it at the end. But I'm telling you now, this guy has no idea what he's fucking doing from start to finish. Yeah, spot on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know,
1: I, I also noted that, that yeah, the guy just seems to name his uh, inventions by literally the first shit that flies into his head. He's just putting <laughs> stuff together and then he's like, you shall be bling blow. You shall be blah, blah. You shall be pee Like, and let me tell you, the title fucking invention of his movie, he does not stray from his technique.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Weeber comes in, she shows him the paper, which he's already seen. Uh, he works at this college that whatever that guy, the mob boss is going to shut down. And he says that If he can solve this whole metastable compound business, he could save the college, a new energy source would save a fortune. He's not even thinking about selling this idea or providing free electricity for everyone. He thinks he could just save on the heating bill at the college, and then they can (laughs) pay back their debts.
2: And isn't this just the foreboding nature of his oversight of the capabilities of his inventions?
0: Yes, and... (laughs) Everything in his life, this man does not know what's going on. Yeah. So the sex robot neglects to tell Philip that he's supposed to be getting married today, which, of course, this clutter-brained domestic terrorist has forgotten. That's very poignant because he blows up a lot in this movie. That's coming along.
2: I think it's already happened at this point. He blows up, the al- his alarm goes off, and instead of the alarm going off, he hits a button that then shoots a rocket into the sky. Yeah. Scene one.
0: It's, I think that's him shooting his bin out onto the street. <laughs> yes, Thank that's God right. that paper boy already passed.
2: I have a robot that's fully capable of cleaning my, apart- my whole house and making me breakfast, but in order to take my trash out, I rocket it into the stratosphere <laughs> and let it come down towards the earth. You've already got a butler, bro. Ask him to do it. (laughs) Just get the robot to take the rubbish out. This guy is... He is
1: absent-minded on a level that is... Absolutely dangerous. There's got to be a point where it's like, like he's oh, been my... bottomized. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I've, I, I forgot. You know, I, I'm finding it difficult to remember my wedding, and also I'm accidentally the unibomber as well. Like, I just, uh, <laughs> I, I, I meant to mail the explosives to one place and the letters another place, and I just got it mixed up. And oh, you know, what are you doing? where would I put my nails? Oh, dang it! So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Now we cut to uh, Dr. Sarah Jane Reynolds. She is Philip's fiancé, and they're supposed to be getting married today, as Weibo just alluded to. And she's telling a friend here that Philip's already forgotten the wedding twice. Yeah,
2: this is the first thing she says, is is, how could you forget a third time? (laughs) Yeah, that's insane.
0: How how, how is it possible that he'd forget again?
2: How did he get a second chance, a third chance to even fuck it up? How is he legally allowed to marry someone at
1: this point? Like, surely there has to be some regulation. But I I also, like, again, it goes back to he is what a kid thinks a smart person is like. Because he literally has (laughs) a child's conception of like empathy and what's important to other people this is like the kid who's like at a relative's funeral and he's just thinking like boy i'd love to be playing game boy right now like how long can i sit here before i can start playing game boy like it's not his fault he just literally has not learned that
0: yet so as an example of this absent-mindedness which will become a theme Philip arrives at the college uh, on a little electric scooter uh, wearing a helmet like a fucking nerd by the way where he goes to teach a class but uh, he's in the wrong class but he starts teaching and he goes for like five minutes and even though his art students they're painting there's easels There's pencils, there's actual nude models in the room. There's two
2: nude people on the stage.
0: But he still doesn't notice and carries on. How this man thinks he's going to solve the energy crisis, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no wonder the fucking university's failing, man. (laughs) This fucking guy. So that's just to set up what, what kind of guy this, he is. Uh, and now he goes to meet Sarah, who's his, who he's getting married to today, for for lunch. And her friend is hinting to the fucking hills that it's happening. <laughs> there's
2: there's a part right before he joins them for lunch that I've written down. It's 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 a minute part. It means cool. nothing at all, right? But he 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 sees the two of the like. So it's his wife or his his fiance and and her friend. Yeah. And he sees the meeting, and they're like, "Come over and have lunch with us." And he goes, "Oh sure." And he he flicks his arms up and hits another woman who's walking past just in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's and then just walks off and that's never addressed. It it's not, never a problem. It, it it's just to show to that he's right. absent-minded and doesn't give a fuck. It's like, just this guy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he just smacks people. Yeah, so he doesn't remember that he's getting married, even though he had been reminded this morning. He's forgotten again. So no chance. Mm. And having more patience than any other creature on earth, Sarah gently reminds him that the wedding is at six thirty p.m. p.m. today <laughs> mm-hmm. at the. I don't know why I noted this, but Presby. Presbyterian Church. Why did I note that? I can't even say it.
2: I didn't even note that when I watched it. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> she says he'd better be there because third chance is the last chance, which is fair enough. That's already <laughs> too too many. Be
2: there at your wedding.
0: <laughs> I love I love this because I,
1: I believe that he says in this scene that uh, I'd rather die than disappoint. yeah me. We yes. know for a fact already that that's not true yeah you've already done it
2: multiple times
1: we've proven that he's just lying it's like i'd rather die than disappoint you unless literally anything happens to me at all in which case i will follow that like a squirrel following a fucking nut like i have no I, i have no like object permanence once you're outside my field of vision you no longer exist to me (laughs)
2: Oh, but boy, when I see you, I care only for you. Yeah, exactly. It's
1: like, how low is this woman's self-esteem?
2: Please believe in yourself more. (laughs) Oh, we'll get into that later because,
0: yeah. (laughs) So now Philip is tinkering away in in his classroom on some some science stuff and in walks his rival, Wilson Croft. He's a a rival academic uh, and he's quite blatant about having stolen ideas from Philip in the past and making a lot of money from them. Uh, but he makes the point that what was Philip going to do with them? And it's the right point, because he yeah. didn't nothing with them.
2: It's, at yeah. the start of the film, I was like, oh, what a dick. And then by the end, I'm like, he's so right. I, cannot, ex- yeah.
1: I, I cannot express how much I love this character. This character to me, <laughs> Christopher McDonald or Shuna McGavin or whatever you want to call him, again, no conception of the character's name, um, is so <laughs> fucking phenomenal. The entrance he makes in this movie, I love it. Because you walk in and, and you go, okay, here's the character that's meant to be the the sneaky, smarmy villain who steals his ideas. And then he just says, hey, I'm a sneaky, smarmy villain. I steal your ideas. Like, there's not even a moment where he pretends to be friends with a guy. He walks in, uh, 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 you know... Robert Williams is like, Oh, you're going to steal my ideas again? And he goes, Yes, what are you yeah. going to do about
2: it? <laughs> and <laughs> no, incredible. he goes, Actually, I was thinking this time I'd steal your wife. Yes. yes that's it's why you see her. Awesome. He's just completely fucking crazy. He's like, You know,
1: yeah, I'm, I steal your ideas. I'm a crooked guy. I'm corrupt. I'm not as smart as you. And I'm going to fuck your wife. Like, it is just a 10 out of 10 performance. No nerves. So good.
0: And for anyone who didn't recognize the name Shooter McGavin, he is the guy from Happy Gilmore who says, <laughs> I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic.
1: What yeah, a line. Yeah. This is the guy you get in an 80s or 90s movie to just be the biggest dickhead you've ever seen. And in this movie, more than any other, he can truly just
0: run away with that. The only shame is that he is not in this more. He is wasted in this. We don't need the mob in this. It's
1: It's wild to me that they thought they needed another guy because (laughs) this movie couldn't be carried by just Robin and Christopher (laughs) fucking throwing shit at each other from across a room.
2: As far as I'm concerned, this movie... has three antagonists and it's him there's the mob boss and Weibo is the
0: third antagonist spot on yeah she does not help not until the end she tries her very best to spoil any plan that Philip has no
2: yeah she has a great arc I'm sure but it's bullshit she's a robot
0: that's a great segue into the next scene because this is where Philip confronts Weibo for not telling him about the wedding that was supposed to be happening uh-huh. today it wasn't well it was in his diary but she was showing it whilst he was like kind of looking away and stuff and whilst he immediately forgets about this so don't yeah. even worry because whilst he's <laughs> hey looking Josh. at the screen he sees the word hot on Weibo and, and figures out some science bullshit he has an idea now he knows mm-hmm. how to he doesn't know he's creating flubber yet but this is where the process starts to go about creating him
1: yeah he as a scientist needed to be reminded of the word "hot." like, it didn't occur to him the most, the most basic principle of, like, this level of physics of shit that's cold doesn't move as fast <laughs> is something he needed to be reminded of.
2: I don't know what this is referenced to, but the only thing I have written about this scene is truly the worst neighbour ever. So I, I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing something happens in his house that's, that is loud and explosive.
0: Well, I think this is now because he's heading down into his basement and he's, like, dropping yellow lids liquids into blue liquids he's connecting (laughs) cables he's flipping big switches you know all that science shit we expect and there's a huge explosion. so yes this is exactly what you're talking about there's a huge explosion in his basement somehow he's fine and his entire basement is fine (laughs) but this has resulted in the creation of flubber as we're about to find out but at the same time the wedding is happening and sarah is crying that philip is not there but we won't dwell on that because there's nothing funny about they that. Let's just, let's just say <laughs> a quick,
1: a quick shout-out to the people in the crowd who are showing up for the third time. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> a wedding's <laughs> a big deal. You wear, like, your best clothes, you know? <laughs> you book it off work. Just, you're talking to your friends like, oh, I'm going to a wedding that day, so I might not be able to come. And they're like, yeah it's a wedding you can't come you'll be busy the whole night and you're like
2: well I just don't know about this guy this is the third it night. seems like a midweek wedding too what is yeah. like because they're not you know it's they're at work that day she's not an idiot she is
1: not renting out like a proper venue for the third time for him not to show you don't get a refund on those things because that groom is absent minded like there's nothing in the fucking contract there
0: there's a form you fill out for why the wedding didn't go ahead and there's absent-minded groom at the bottom. Tick. Yeah,
2: oh, I see you didn't tick for uh, absent insurance. Yeah. So. In- invented flubber.
0: <laughs> well, flubber is now created. He goes towards this little container in the middle of the room that I'm sure that we all recognize in fact i think i had a toy of it when i was a kid
1: oh yeah
0: i don't have any solid memories of that but it, that feels real to me so i'm gonna say i had and nobody called me out <laughs> on it and i think there was a little <laughs> flubber in there I, I don't know what happened to him i think he was too sticky and got covered in hair i, I didn't i didn't have that a happens. flubber
1: toy but i did accidentally leave a crock in the oven and uh the result was pretty much you know so was- oh hang on hot yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs>
0: That's a scientist. Flipper <laughs> is created, and so ensues the physical abuse of whether he's a new element or a new species. He's sentient, so he knows what's going on. Yeah, for he, reacts he to blasts
1: things. past that fact. He, he, he figures that out at the start and
0: then makes no effort to,
1: like, this is a life force. He's like, oh, it's like, I'm tricking it. I'm playing with it. I'm, like, poking it. I'm tickling it. It's Tickling responding. it? Yeah. And then for the rest of the movie, he's like, I'm going to keep it in a jar and spray it onto shit.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so bad. So even in this scene, he's kicking it about, he stretches <laughs> it over his face. The stretching it and then puts his face
2: into it like it's mm. a, a some, I don't know, what the fuck you'd do that with. Nothing you would do that with. You would never react like that to anything in ever. And <laughs> he's immediately like, I'm going to put my whole face in this thing.
0: And he just stated that he was being stored at 77 degrees Kelvin, which is 196.15 <laughs> degrees Celsius, and minus minus three. 21.07 Fahrenheit. That's fucking <laughs> cold, bro. And you've just Ooh. stuck your face. He you shouldn't have a face anymore. It should be <laughs> on Flubber.
1: Yeah. But I do have to say, in credit, Robert Williams is selling this quite well oh, with absolutely. his physical yeah. Yeah. Like When you can how they're banking this entire movie off the shitty ninety cgi of flubber thankfully flubber is a substance that looks fine even when it's shitty cgi because it's just this yeah. weird shiny green goo. green stuff but yeah <laughs> you kind of watch him play with it and you're like yeah, I'd buy it. Looks real,
2: yeah. Meanwhile, you look at the, um, the, like, the after, the the kind of, like, post-show, after how they made it sort of thing, and they'll be there like, well, we had to, like, re-revolutionise how we saw movement and, like, <laughs> how we created that on the computer to make Flubber, and you're like, Flubber sucks. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> worth it, guys. Flubber's the worst part of Flubber. I have to, <laughs> I must unfortunately, revolutionise it. It was better before. <laughs> Put it back. Yeah.
0: For a scientist, You know, disregarding that Flubber could be a new species, the very minimum he's just created is a new element, because there's nothing like it. And it is insane Mm. to me that he's okay with handling it with his bare skin, and... It's probably the reason there isn't a sequel to this movie is because he died of an aggressive form of cancer from th- pushing <laughs> yeah. it against his face
2: not to mention the radio radio the radioactive fucking isotopes it, yeah
0: this guy's the Mary Curie of Flubber. it's exactly what I was about to say. I imagine this is what <laughs> Mary Curie did when she discovered polonium and radium, but instead yeah, of describing that that was like elastic or ductile, she probably noted that her bone marrow was melting into her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> She tried tickling
1: the, uh, the the. She tried tickling it, and she's like, "Well, it's not reacting, but I certainly feel funny.
0: <laughs> well, I've got pins and needles. <laughs> also, my skin is falling off. Yeah, must be because I'm
1: so excited."
2: <laughs> no, he doesn't even notice this. Now, let's now, let's abs- go to the basketball it. court. <laughs> oh, lord. This is then. This is then when Flubber starts bouncing all through the sit- town, right? Yes, yeah. So
0: he's thrown it around the room, and then it shoots out the window and spreads mm. that radiation absolutely everywhere. Oh no! So it gets <laughs> it gets scared by Weibo taking a photo. The flash yes. makes it yeah. we shoot We find out, out it's out the the like King yeah.
1: Kong. It gets scared by camera flashes. I love that detail.
2: <laughs> Why does it give a shit? Everything's new to it. It's a fucking goo. <laughs> 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 this, is, this is what we learned. We learned Flubber doesn't like big flashes and then it also at one point uh, during its tour of the neighborhood, you learn that Flubber likes ladies with big booties because it makes the shape of a woman's booty and like just <laughs> kind of wiggles on it for a bit and, and then continues its journey.
0: Who is that for? Because it's not for children. They don't understand what's going uh,
1: on. There. Evan, I can tell you with certainty that that's for me. As <laughs> just <laughs> say, I uh, rewatch that
0: particular bit over and over. So, yeah, he, he bounces all around the neighborhood. You yeah, see yeah. like important things where he like splits up into lots of little pieces. And what's important to note there is that all those little pieces are also flubber. They can all act mm. independently, but they're all part of the same sort of hive mind that is flubber. But treating any individual piece is the same as treating flubber himself. Hmm, it's the Borg. It'll it's become, just the Borg. Yes. It'll become evident why that's important because... Well, <laughs> yeah. let's get to it. So he flies back to Philip's house who catches him with a baseball mitt. Some of the best physical acting in, this, in the film is Amazing.
2: In, this, in, this, in this scene. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: So this is where he names Flubber. So after him, <laughs> important now, bouncing around the neighbourhood, mm. Robin Williams somehow gets the word flying and <laughs> takes rubber. I, I'll give you that. He He's kind of like rubber, I guess, because rubber bounces.
2: It bounces. But,
0: He's been bouncing, and Rubber bounces, so his name should be Blubber, or Bubber, rather. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's probably that they, they named him Flubber because later on in the movie, we learn that Flubber, for some reason, can make other things fly, even can though he fly. himself yeah. even even though cannot the, fly. That's, even
2: though that's not established at all. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, always bouncing in every other situation. It doesn't make sense
1: in either. So I was I was looking this up, and, and in the uh, uh, the original, the absent-minded professor, there is the same substance, and it is called flubber, but it's specifically oh described as a like anti-gravitational substance that he creates. That it's like lighter than air and stuff. <laughs> But right. clearly when they just came to animating it, they were like, well, it'd be fun if it just bounced off a bunch of shit. Even though Rubber Ball <laughs> really bounces, like essentially <laughs> that whole sequence is just like he's gotten one of those super rubber balls you get as a kid that you just throw and it fucking flies off <laughs> everywhere. And this then, is you know, like, like
2: super, super rubber ball. Yeah, exactly. They're
1: just like, this. That, this can sustain a film. Look, we might have to add in a mob boss and a... You know, uh, adult, <laughs> an adulterous professor. But aside from that, like, this is a movie. And a robot
2: that wants to fuck. Oh, yeah, and a robot that wants to <laughs> suck and roll. But, you
1: know.
0: So, in order to learn that Flubber can fly, this is where he's now, also insane by the way, handling a radioactive isotope in his basement. He's got a suit on, but nothing else oh. in the room is protected. No, it's no, not like he's sealed in. He had a, no. Or a anything? suit on for five seconds,
2: Evan. <laughs> And then he takes off this suit the second he realizes he's late for the wedding.
0: Everybody knows as soon as you put the radioactive material away, all the radiation is gone. There's no half life on things like that. Yeah, he just goes
2: go through shit. I have here written in all caps. It's like his reaction to the whole situation when he finds out. So he famously finds out that the time is six thirty, and then Weebo's like, "Oh, it's actually six thirty a.m." Uh, I, I, because I'm a terrible fucking robot <laughs> fucking who bitch. doesn't do my job <laughs> for you. And then, so I've written here, He's just he essentially just goes, oh no, the wedding, I better stop playing with radioactive isotopes and take off all my safety gear and just go try and apologise for the third time. That's <laughs> yeah. his whole approach. He's and like, I, oh, I I just l- leave now.
1: I love this because he, he takes Flubber with him because he's like, I've invented this thing, I'm going to... Show it. And my, my fiancé, who I've jilted <laughs> for the third time in a row, is going to understand because, you know, this is this incredible thing I've invented. And what I love about th- that this scene that, where he does it is that he doesn't put Flubber in, like, a- any sort of case... He just has it in his hand he shows up to his woman and he goes i'm sorry i literally missed our wedding and then just raises his hand which is covered in goo he's like but look what i did like like he's so fucked up why is he doing that
0: it's such a great description of the scene because there's no other explanation than that he's just holding yeah. out this radioactive little ball of green tack to yeah. this woman he's jilted for the third time not even thinking about the amount of money that weddings cost and this new, <laughs> this college is going under so that could have been put into fear. I'm planning a wedding right now they're fucking way more expensive than you want them to be C- congratulations <laughs> three <then. laughs> times no fuck that shit it's too
1: expensive hey man I've got a great money making idea for you uh, if, if you need <laughs> it to help fund those bills let's just say you need to throw a bunch of random shit into a pot
2: like it's a fucking witch's brew let me hear also, oh, how's your hot. skill with radioactive isotopes?
0: Oh, yeah, fine. I, I, I've got some something to cover up in, and then as soon as it's away, I'll be fine. <laughs> Do you have
2: some uh, some aluminium foil that you can wrap around <laughs> yourself?
0: <laughs> so yes, he shows flubber to Sarah, trying to make up for what she's done, but she doesn't give a fuck. So now he's trying to demonstrate to her the valuable qualities of flubber, and that is that oh, that's the that worst. it bounces. And he puts it in his back pocket and he plans to jump out the window. Which is the worst place. We're going to get to it. And two, fall out of the window and bounce back up. Okay, let's pause there and talk about the flaws of this plan. (laughs) Firstly, once you bounce, what is your plan after that? Because he's not going to put you back in through the window. You just go up. And that's the end of that. You've got to land again at some point. Secondly, what is the application of something that is super bouncy? Other than stuff we already have, how is Sarah gonna see this and be like, "Oh my god, it's the fucking future"? Thank God you missed our wedding. Also, the 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 implication. Thank God you missed the wedding for this. I also love the implication
1: that he can't just explain to her what it is. Like this is a guy with multiple. This is a guy with multiple robots in his house, and his first thought is. My fiance is not going to fucking believe me when I say that this shit is really bouncy. Like, she's not going to buy that for a second. How many fake inventions has he shown up to her at her house with that he now needs, feels the need to immediately leap out a fucking window to be like, no, this time it's not bullshit. This time I'm actually showing something.
2: But he puts it, he just puts it in his back pocket as if that's going to fit, like, support his fall at all. He could, he, like, there's not, I know that he's still figuring out the process of how it's used, but he did. Didn't do anything even remotely close to that the night before. Like he just just threw it around the room. (laughs) I'm sure I speak for all of us when I say I was praying
1: for him not to survive the fall. Oh yeah, yeah. I was was hoping we could we could bail out of this
0: quick. quick. (laughs) So Flubber does shoot out of the pocket something we've not seen him do before, but he he does do now. I don't think he does it again, but he doesn't do it again. Fires out. And Philip hits the ground, rightfully. I'm sure, like you just said, we are all glad when he hit the ground, but somehow he isn't absolutely macerated by the fall. He's basically fine. So this is where things start getting confusing, because we're about to be introduced to characters that have not been in this movie so far and do not feel like they should be in it. But Junior, Junior is the son of the mob boss that we mentioned earlier. He's upset. He's walking into this big mob mansion and he's talking to his dad. He's upset that he's flunking college. That's our tenuous link to our main plot. And uh, his dad is angry that he's paid all these fees and he's basically keeping the college afloat. And that his his son is still somehow flanking. Not yeah. important, really, but I do want to not sum somehow. up now. It's like, how
2: dare you... It, the, the agree, he says uh, the agreement was that I pay a lot of money and my son passes all the tests so that he can go to Harvard. <laughs> and my, what I wrote here is, my favorite storyline for any bad guy is a proud dad mob boss who just wants his boy to go to Harvard and not gain any life skills in any way to do so. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Just the piece of paper. Just pay for the piece of paper. Just go to, Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I have to say a couple of things about it. I respect the fact that they, um, in an effort to get away from, uh, you know, Italian stereotypes... Uh, they've cast mm. Will Wheaton as the as Junior, the most fucking white bread looking guy from like Big Bang Theory looking motherfucker, yeah. um,
2: <laughs> as as this dude. I was disappointed by that because I, I I saw mob boss on the on the sheet that you sent us, Evan, and I was like, oh great, there's going to be some Italian dudes in this, <laughs> and there weren't. I'm afraid not. No, no, there
1: is not. And also, it's, what's crazy to me, and it and it's a, part of a few things in this film that never amount to anything, and it just feels like it was from a previous script that they rewrote and then left this part in, <laughs> is that why don't we see Robin Williams interact with Junior at any point? If if Junior's apparently this terrible student who keeps getting failed by oh Robin my God. Williams, why are we only hearing this from Junior? Why why, why is this, this weird tell-don't-show thing? There's no it's like, scene
2: of that! Where he just
1: shows up being like, hey, um, Dad. So this is my situation. Here's how I know the main character. We don't need to see any of this. I'm just going to tell you.
2: <laughs> like, why is that the way we do it? It didn't have. To, it wouldn't have to be a long scene. They had a whole yeah. fucking five seconds where they he hit a woman in the face just like nonchalantly. Yeah, they oh. could have replaced that with a scene where he goes, "Oh, by the way, I'm not going to pass you just because your dad offered me yeah, money." sorry, He'd sorry. He'd make me like his character.
1: We had no time to cut out the fucking million other useless scenes in this movie. To I lost
2: to... so much faith in this fucking character so quickly, <laughs> and that would have completely filled like the like that would have made this whole movie better if I just yeah. knew that he knew that about him earlier. Because mm-hmm. as soon as he's like forgotten his marriage 3 times, I'm like I hate this guy.
0: Yeah. yeah, let him chew
2: out some useless fucking teenager,
0: who cares? I'm going to translate for you, listener, why we're all so angry about this. And that's because we are 40 minutes into a movie that already hasn't provided us with enough reason to stick around. New characters are being introduced who have no connection other than ones they are stating now. And I'm also going to sum up now that the stakes that have been established in this movie. So the college is at risk of of closing really? due to the funds that that was the one we started with and the only one we needed really yeah <laughs> philip's relationship is at stake because he's a forgetful boy he's terrible Philip's rival is threatening to steal his research and his wife, so that's like a little double whammy for you. And Philip must now defeat the mob because he's failing his (laughs) boss's son. Can you understand how unnecessary that final one? Even the others aren't needed, but that final one is just like a like someone had the idea in the room and was like, yes. And everybody said yes. Or they were too afraid to say no. It's
2: the only, the only reason they have this mob boss in is because of the scene that's coming up after this where they wanted two goons to be beaten up accidentally.
0: Yes, 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 yes. And that is the exact... What a fucking segue. The two <laughs> mob goons, uh, one of which I think is... I think his name is Clancy Brand? yeah oh,
2: like,
1: it's it, mr Krabs himself
0: oh shit of course. yes yeah, i yeah. know him why well, he's from like,
2: he,
1: even though mr him... Krabs'
0: name is eugene so
1: that's very true that's very true nice
2: he's like
0: the kind of guy you would you recognize him from lots of things but you could yeah he's a
1: he's a goon in a million different things and he's a very big voice actor.
0: <laughs> he's gorilla Grodd in one of the dc that. things
1: i, I think that. He said
0: he has a gorilla's voice. <laughs> yeah, he has a great voice. All Feel the mob good. guys have a good ba, voice ba, while ba, the two goons. <laughs> <laughs> Philip is doing more science experiments with no protection on whatsoever. Clearly heartbroken.
2: Let me just say. Like yeah. clearly like uh, he said he was gonna die if he let her down again. And let me tell you, he's dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's somehow powderized Flubber now, which as we established <laughs> earlier is a sentient being, and yeah. any part you take from him is sentient. So he's he's killed one of these little guys to turn him into a powder, and he's not even using it for anything because he sneezes into it and blows it all over the room and into his face. <laughs> I didn't need to note that, but I hate this cunt, and he keeps doing things that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> um, And his first... Got... The, the first place he thinks I should put this new crystallised <laughs> flubber is hand cream, and as he the only thing he knows about Flubber right now is that it's bouncy mm. and I don't know why hand cream is the first thing you want to apply that what's the application what's he thinking How, what's his what process? else could
2: he apply uh, cream to things and then <laughs> slather it yeah, onto objects I, for I'm, getting I'm, bouncy
1: it's pretty it's pretty obvious that he's looking to have the greatest look he's just gone through a horrible breakup he's looking to go through the greatest wank of his life I mean that's oh. surely that's what is, he's setting himself up before. I have
0: um, something very similar later you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. but, but to your point also about every little piece of flubber being a part of flubber this is yeah. not just us, like, overthinking the the rules of this movie. The movie itself reminds you of this, because every time he sprays it. or slathers Flubber on anything, you get this faint sound of oh, no, what can only be described as Flubber-like screaming. Like, it's this, <laughs> every time he sprays it, you hear this like, oh, like, it's Flubber yelling. Like, it's, it's insane.
0: So... Stuck Flubber, because now he's applying him to a little golf ball that he's got Ooh. lying around. And he wants to test if the the bounciness can be transferred to another object. And this is where the goons are peeking in through a window because they want to find out what's going on in this house. And it's just a whole comic scene of the, the ball bouncing around, bouncing up in the air, Classic. hitting him in the face. It's very home alone type stuff. Mm. And then we get that double down again when he does it with a bowling ball that goes up in the air. <laughs> this That's... is my
2: favorite part. This is my favorite part of the movie where he goes, This just sums up him as a, a scientist. <laughs> that I use that in, in in quotation marks. It's uh I love that it's like it's how well it worked as on the golf ball, right? It fully worked hundred percent on the golf ball, bounced far more insanely than any golf ball possibly could. And then he goes, well, I'm a scientist, so without making the conditions in my lab any safer, I'll do the exact same procedure with an object far bigger and heavier, (laughs) even though it caused complete destruction in my my laboratory before this. (laughs) Like, he just goes for it with the ball. He goes, oh, and maybe it'll be a different application on a bowling ball, and it's going to be the exact same thing but bigger, dude. This also starts a trend in this movie, (laughs) and I've just written down the sentence...
1: There is so much head trauma in this movie. I am am confident... I was looking through the movie again earlier today. I think every single time anyone gets hit in this movie, they get hit in the head. Like, literally, there is so much falling over and stuff hitting other stuff and blah 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 and every single time it's the head it's just people getting fucking smacked in the head with blubber and blubber covered objects and all kinds of other shit and it's like these mob guys it's like they've gone through an entire lifetime career of boxing in a night like they need to
0: retire now they've got They've got serious CTE. (laughs) And after seeing all of this happen, Philip thinks it's a success because he says, and quote now, uh, there are applications in the field of sports. (laughs) How? (laughs) How? What calls for a golf ball to be any bouncier than it already is? It already does the job perfectly. All you're doing is losing your golf ball every time on the first hit. And secondly, bowling balls are designed... Not to bounce. Not to bounce, (laughs) yeah. But that's where he has the incredible idea,
2: Evan. That's where he has the incredible (laughs) idea of a sport that does involve bouncing. (laughs) the wonderful sport of basketball yeah also it is important to note that he
1: seems to believe that the application this has in sports is only to cheat it's so cheating he...
2: yes it's cheating
1: <laughs> his, his, his method now is just like well I can make money not through this new element but just by using it to rig sports games
2: <laughs> well, it's, it's a awesome. better plan than
0: saving money on the heating bill to be fair oh <sighs>
2: No, that's gone out the window now. He's like, you know, it'll be great because uh, our college basketball team sucks. And uh, I know, and he specifically uses the word, it's an equalizer. And I got so worried that they were about to be like, they were about to do some racist ass shit in this movie. <laughs> and have that's all so the funny. kids be like, white. And I, I was like, I was so ready for it. But instead I was I was delightfully surprised that instead they made it uh, that their home team were just a bunch of children, like fully blown adolescent teens against fully
0: grown men. A professional team, yeah. So Robin's Robin's idea to
2: kind of
1: prove that Flubber exists, that it's good to win back his his girlfriend, is to... There's an upcoming game, uh, bet- a university basketball game between his university and the university that um, Shooter McGavin works at. That is kind of the big fancy <laughs> university. And his plan is that he is going to lead his team to victory by sneaking into the room, uh, into their locker room, adding tax to the flubber that he he checks in with Weibo as he does it. He's like, now this paint works, right? And weibo's like, Yes, like she's lying, but she's not. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that is. I also that that noted that. Whole,
0: don't know what it's for. That whole <laughs> bit
1: is strange. On a sign up, by the way, I have to say, Weibo's it's one of those characters that she has a little TV screen on her head and she'll constantly show little videos of, like, from cartoons and stuff
2: yeah.
1: vocalising her feelings. Kind of like, like Bumblebee? how Bumblebee and Transformers talk. But, she, yeah. but Bumblebee couldn't talk, whereas Weebo yeah. can talk, but still does that. So she just ends up like that person that you're friends with on Facebook who constantly sends you gifts. you know? That's basically... <laughs> Spot
0: on. Just reply to me. I don't need the GIF.
1: Yeah, it's like, no, I already get that you say yes. I didn't need to see Michael from the office also
2: say yes. Like that is not <laughs> that was not helpful in any way. It's just kind of annoying because you're saying everything twice. That, that's a crazy way to tell me, Pat, that you didn't like my
0: office gift that I sent you last night. So that's, <laughs> that that's was wild actually that, you've that was the it.
1: only one I enjoyed. That
0: was the first time I've ever enjoyed an office gift. So we've jumped ahead a tiny bit here, so I'm just gonna catch us up.
2: Yeah, and and we we skipped something important. <laughs>
0: so first of all, Philip decides that putting Flubber in the car and charging him with radioactive material makes the car fly. And he shows that to Webo and he also goes on a test ride out to Sarah's house. A very
2: casual test drive. Yes. It's the most casual car flying scene I've ever seen in in anything.
0: Somehow the military isn't called because he's not like (laughs) he's hiding the car. He's just flying through the street over the road he even stops at a red light and floats there
2: <laughs> I had a note where it was like he would be on so many government agency lists in, <laughs> in today's world red he red would just yeah. be smothered by the fucking CIA at this if point. this was a post 9-11
1: movie
0: let me tell you it would have ended <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he has lots of close calls he's crashing into to trees and stuff
2: reverses out of the car like with the arm behind him as if he's just <laughs> and then the kid just watches us from his backyard oh yeah. there's an amazing scene where the kid is this the this moment where the kid walks out to the window yes. holding a toy gun because <laughs> <laughs> that that's the all. american dream <laughs>
1: this kid gets tormented throughout this movie of shit showing up at his window he gets freaked Deep out by flubber's gun. initial journey Then uh, the hairiest man in Hollywood, Robin Williams, shows up outside. (laughs) Very
0: scary. Yeah, so uh, he managed to get it back in the air after scaring that poor boy. He does another absent-minded thing where he turns off the car while he's taking in the view and he plummets. But he manages to get it going again. It's just all very annoying (laughs) stuff. And you are left to wonder how did this guy ever get a degree, let alone a job. But at some point (laughs) you've got to stop asking that just to get through the movie. And then... Philip arrives at Sarah's house to find that she's having dinner with Wilson Croft who is shooting at McGavin and they're having some drinks and food outside and he's sort of just Hovers above them before waiting for Wilson to leave, and
2: the, the vehicle is going really loudly, like yeah, <laughs> and and they're just they're like, wow, I love the ambient gamma radiation noise you've got going on in your house, like one of
0: those white noise machines, but it's a racket. <laughs> and he launches an apple at Wilson's head as he leaves. For some reason, Wilson doesn't look up, but he's just floored. By this apple and doesn't see anything head
1: head head trauma alert by the way i'm just going to be saying head trauma alert throughout this,
0: <laughs> this <plot. laughs> so now the the mob the mob goons they go and report what they've seen in you know the bouncing ball stuff in in philip's basement back to the mob boss uh, and he doesn't believe them but then they show them the welts and the one who has the golf ball hit him a bunch of times. I understand him like taking off the ice pack and being fine between the waltz. But the one who was hit with a bowling ball should be revealing a crushed cranium.
2: Or oh, should be dead. Yeah, just dead.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, he should be dead. <laughs> But, and then the, the mob boss finally believes that something's going on. Because that bowling
2: ball comes from so high up, it's definitely coming at him at, like, terminal velocity, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way this bowling ball is not just coming at it as fast <laughs> as it possibly can. It
1: should have driven him waist-deep into the dirt. Yes! Like <laughs> <Pickle> a <laughs> Looney
0: Tunes. <laughs> 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 Philip arrives home after spying on Sarah, uh, and Weebo has this little creepy scene where she tries to to cheer up she's like it's very obvious that she's in love with him we've joked Mm. about it but this movie is creepy because of this because Philip doesn't realise that she's in or sometimes maybe he does like sure what he does but he like completely no, but this is the scary
2: all level all the time
0: yeah and she wants to make him feel better and philip sort of creepily says, so do i so clearly you think he wishes that he should have built blowjob lips on her <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he then shames her for some reason for trying to help him by saying that she could never understand human emotions she's just a, a lowly robot
1: yeah i loved that i love that he just like fucking hits her in the gut with like oh well you don't have a soul so i could never love you you can never experience love <laughs> And just one day you'll fade as your, like, power coils fail and no one will ever mourn your passing. Like, he just fucking blasts her with it. Both barrels. And just
2: like any heartbroken uh, teen, teen girl, uh, she then goes and makes, like, a collage of the perfect woman to turn into as a hologram version to then sexually assault him in his sleep. Uh, and I wrote here terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Shut Weibo down immediately.
0: fucking Absolutely, that That's was funny. a perfect description because she literally, she's like using MS Paint and she's dragging <laughs> JPEGs of cut out like an eye a nose, uh, a lips. I'll and have different this women, chick's
2: lips and this woman's hair and mashes them all together.
0: And then Mm. creates a hologram to walk into Philip's room. I hated this as a kid. I didn't understand it. It's so sexually charged that when I saw this movie as a kid, I didn't understand what was happening. It felt Mm. like innately of dangerous to me. It's 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 probably a
1: scene put in there for the confused kids going through 80s puberty. They wanna like fuck Princess Peach, slash their Game Boy colour, and like they're trying to work through
2: those feelings (laughs) and then he wakes up to her like about to kiss him and he wakes up and not that he thinks anything about what has happened or what was in front of him to Mm -hmm. wake up he immediately has the brilliant idea that his flubber would be great at cheating at basketball yes
1: yes. yeah Moves That's past he it think about. He has
2: lost his marriage. He's lost his wife. He's got a robot <laughs> trying to sleep with him in his sleep. And he's still thinking about fucking Flubber.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, following that up, he now takes Flubber to the basketball court for a trial run. He's got some liquidized flubber. He's got some little pads. Of course, he hasn't taken the actual flubber. It costs too much to generate him for the scenes. So he's only got yes. those versions of him. <laughs> yeah, he's just true. got
1: flubber's babies slash toes or something to spray onto the basketball.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he sprays it, an aerosol thing, onto the, onto the basketball. Essence of flubber. We hear
1: more flubber screams. He, oh, oh,
0: yeah. He puts it on his shoes as well. And he does like a little pads. This is just to show us that it can make you jump super high. I want to note that it it doesn't change his anatomy in any way. So when he's bouncing his leg like that and jumping up into the air, I asked my girlfriend this because she did biology, it would absolutely decimate the synovial fluid in his knees. (laughs) Well, luckily, he's only going to use this on children.
1: True. And, And what you're forgetting to consider, Evan, is the already considerable effect of the mutations that exposure to flubber has done on his body. Like, he's essentially the Hulk at this point. The amount of, you know, there's, there's, there's no shock into his knees because the amount of cushioning
0: tumours that have grown within his neck. Like, you know, flubber go f- bounce! <laughs> so now happy with the results of that whole trial run. He takes flubber without any more testing to the actual basketball game, and now we're catching up to where you boys were saying he's in the locker room. He's spraying yeah. it on the shoes. Of the, he snuck into a locker room, which is already mm, cool just straight as up fuck. cheating. It's more yeah.
2: cheating. It doesn't even tell the team. He doesn't tell the team that he's going to cheat for them. Which seems like it would backfire more than
1: anything if they could suddenly jump <laughs> through the fucking roof and they aren't aware of it.
0: Well, the movie tries to offset that by saying that he'd added a sort of a delay to the flubber because mm. they'd. Specifically say it would be suspicious if they jump right from the start, implying that it's not suspicious that you just start jumping that high at half. That time. you start having superhuman abilities. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's
2: not suspicious at all.
0: No, entering into
1: a fucking space jam in the second half of it <laughs> yeah. is in no, way, in no way troubling.
0: I just want to notice, it's not important, but the coach for the team was Ted from Scrubs.
1: Yeah, I noticed yeah. that. He, he does a really good job of this movie. His speech... Yeah. To the team at the start is so funny because he's just doing the whole like, <laughs> like, look, they they're better than us. They would demolish us. They've got a hundred wins in a row. They're fast enough. They're, they're nicer than us. They have more will to yeah. win, you know. Uh, but let's get them. Don't <laughs> like, get it. it's so good. Go get it, boys.
0: <laughs> so he puts uh, Flubber on there, the souls of the entire team. And it's got that delay now. So no one will be suspicious. So it's at this point where we cut away. And I I'd actually written in the spreadsheet, which may have caused some confusion, because Weebo and Weber both yeah. uh, unlock Flubber. And I didn't know why this had happened because it didn't result in anything. But I realised this is the lead up to the Flubber Mambo, which has no reason for being in the movie, but it's just (laughs) a nice little way they can flex their CGI stuff. Exactly. So
1: this is a bizarre scene because before he leaves for the basketball game, Robin Williams makes a point to say, like to Weebo, like um, remember, like don't let Flubber out. Like keep Flubber contained. Flubbers can be dangerous or whatever. Keep it in the box. And Weebo well, says... Well, she gets
2: jealous, doesn't she? But she's not
1: jealous of Flubber. Robin Williams doesn't I want to of I think she's jealous of
2: everything. I think she's fucking... It's just this weird thing
1: where she goes, great, yes, I won't, like, I won't release Flubber. Then when Robin Williams drives off, she plays like an evil video on her head. You're like, oh, great, she <laughs> doesn't want to release Flubber. It's never explained why she wants to do it. And then when she does do it, she does as you say. Her and her sidekick slash boyfriend—I don't know—Weber. No, that's my barbecue. Whatever it is, Weber.
0: Um, Yeah, Weber. I think Weber.
1: They release Flubber, and then Flubber just does like what I can only describe as one of those ringtone ads where you text in the you know flubber to this number and you get the video of (laughs) flubber dancing like
2: it's almost terrible
1: it's like an early screensaver it's this weird long sequence (laughs) of flubber just
0: dancing but then strangely this is what people remember from the movie this is the glory shot this is you've ever (laughs) seen the mask with this is cuban pete from that where he's dancing Mm -hmm. in the streets that's what you remember from that so yeah even though it has no context within the movie or the uh, Well,
1: I do. I completely disagree. It's how he stops the police from shooting him in the brain. So, you know,
0: I, I think that's... Uh... Okay. <laughs> I do love that movie. But it is very rapey. We covered it on the pod, and I had not seen it for a very long time. He is the most sexual... Even more so it's than Weebo. It's on Weibo. my list of, yeah.
2: the, of the episodes to listen to yours, where I'm like, I, I, I remember... I think you'd mentioned it on an episode that the mask was really kind of creepy to watch. And so I was like, oh, I've got to go and listen to that episode.
1: And, and not not to get not to get too much into the weeds with it, but his friend is worse. Like,
0: imagine if his friend got the mask. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, the, that, the bank guy. Does yeah. he work in the bank in that? He yeah, does. yeah, 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 the bank guy. Yeah, awful. Yeah.
1: That guy would have... Well, anyways. <laughs> Man, imagine, imagine if Flubber got the mask. That would be... <laughs>
2: Somebody stop me! Bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bad. Oh but, uh, God, I'm, I'm leaving the call. Though. All right, let me just leave the call right now. <laughs> he just says bouncing instead of
1: smoking.
0: Anyways, go. <laughs> the basketball game continues, and Flubber activates on all of them. They're all jumping in the air, but and um, for some reason, the mob boss is at the game. Uh, Just to remind us, he's in the film, and he says that he's going to put ten grand on the bet on the, which is the professional team, yeah, against his own kids' team.
1: Also, one one incredibly tiny detail I noted, but it was quite funny to me, is that so the game so far, the first half of this game, you've got these little weedy nerds against this big professional basketball team. They're getting absolutely smoked. At the halftime point, the flubber starts to take effect, right? The the, the yes. we, weedy team starts to, you know. But before that happens, you get a shot of the leaderboard and it's 6648. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> like the kids are doing pretty good.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, I know basketball's not like soccer, like it's 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 like impossible to lose to have like no points. But it's like it's not a close game, but they're in it. Like, how do they no, have okay, many points?
2: If you had put that if you'd put that team, that actual team that was represented to us against the team that they're supposed to be against, there's no chance a single one of them is scoring a point. Yeah. Because not no, a yeah. single one of them goes above any of the opponent's waistline.
1: It's so funny that it's just like, no, they were actually doing like, you know, they would you wouldn't be embarrassed coming home from a game like that. It's so funny <laughs> to me. <laughs>
2: Well, we lost by 20 points, but the guy who was guarding was a was a 6-8 black dude. I think, I think that's, that guy is in the NBA, so I don't feel
1: too bad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, not convinced that the shoes is going to be enough, Philip here, he gets down to the... the, the I, I don't know anything about basketball, but it's the bit where they all come back onto the court. Yeah, and he's shaking all their hands. He's creamed up his hands and he's shaking them all to make sure that the ball bounces a hell of a lot off them. I don't know how that's useful in any way, because you wouldn't be able to control anything, but it seems to work But they control it fine. Yes, it all works out. Despite the best skill. It sort of ends with this, again, glory shot of this boy jumping. Robin Williams tells him, you make the jump of your life. You put your whole soul into it. Don't even worry about it. And he goes through the hoop, head first with the ball. Again, trauma alert.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You beat me to it.
0: (laughs) How he is not a pizza on the floor, I don't know. But... They win the game, but hang on. Before the, the best
2: part is, I, I don't know if you were about to bring this up, but the best part is the ref when the guy turns, one of the people turns to the ref and they're like, "These guys are cheating, obviously." Come on, you can see that they're cheating, and the ref goes, "Ain't nothing in the rule book says a team can't suddenly jump more better." He's like. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, there's nothing in the rule about jumping
1: too high. It's like, yeah, but these guys are clearly doping.
2: It's like, there's nothing in the rule about our team suddenly being able to jump 30 metres after halftime when before they were clearly not winning at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is a ref with skin in the game. Is this a reference to Air Bud or is Air Bud a reference to this? Because... That's I think it so might weird. just be lazy riding <laughs> I think the it's so funny <laughs> Ain't nothing in the rules about jumping high it's like can't, they're not jumping high they're jumping abnormally freakishly fucking insane high so this movie came out the same year as Airbud. Oh so it's neck they're the same rider probably yeah. <laughs> the same rider where he's like hey I got. I had this great line in the Airbud movie I think we could use it for
1: Flubber
2: is there a basketball scene in Flubber because I, I think we should make a basketball <laughs> seem flubber because uh, i got this great line about there ain't no rules in the rule book. what if he puts flubber on a
1: dog and then the dog plays basketball
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the, they win the game uh, and philip thinking you know he's finally done it he can now convince sarah that everything was worth it uh, he approaches her after the match she's with huge mcgavin who i've now forgotten the name of uh, but she doesn't give a shit she doesn't even believe that this was flubber because to be fair, he's never told her that Fleba could do this, that he could crystallise it or liquidise it, or even that he was planning to do this in the first place. And even if he had, surely she'd be annoyed that they just cheated to win that game. But... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, fuck it. It doesn't matter. The mob boss (laughs) sees Philip flying home. We can glaze over that. That's just set up for later. And Philip gets home and he he does a big old vent to Weibo again, where he says he wishes he understood humans, human emotion, and especially women, which is ironic since he absolutely teared into Weibo not 10 minutes ago (laughs) for not being a human.
1: Yeah, I know. It's really, it makes that all the funnier. Like, from his perspective, he might as well be talking to his toaster. Like, he has no respect
0: respect for Weibo. It's like a living thing. And now he's like,
1: oh, Weibo, you know, I just don't get women.
0: (laughs) And this is the scene where he says um, that he's absent-minded a whole bunch in this whole Mm -hmm. speech. He says it like four times. And that's really to nail in that this is a remake. And then just to encapsulate that we didn't need this scene, but now Weebo flies over to Sarah to try and convince... This is where she's cucking herself. She's flying yeah. to convince Sarah to take him back. And she plays this scene again I know, we in literally its entirety. It. It's seconds later. <laughs> I don't know why it works
1: on her, because um, first off, he says, I'm, absent- I'm not absent-minded yep. because I'm, I am I don't know, whatever. I'm absent-minded because I'm in love with her. Which yep. again isn't true because that said, no. like he's daydreaming about her, he doesn't give this woman a second of thought when she's not literally <laughs> sitting in front of him. And even then, not does. even when he's
2: sitting in front of him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it looked like it's just not true. He, he would remember getting married to her if that were the case.
2: And she and she saw and she sees this video of him being sad, and she goes, "Oh, he is sweet actually." Weebo never tells her that she's the reason... That Weebo's the reason that he forgot the wedding. Yeah. That she purposely didn't remind him about the wedding. (laughs) And it's like... There's no character growth for this poor character. She just... The ex-wife, the the fiancé now, just simply forgives him off the basis of... Oh, well, he is forgetful, I guess. But God, he's a nice bloke. And God, he loves me. Like, it's fucking bullshit.
1: I didn't really believe it until his fucking Roomba that is trying to compete with me for him (laughs) him told me. Like... that's what made the difference I guess
0: <laughs> look boys the oh. movie needs to continue happening so you're gonna have to drop all of that and follow on with me
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> <much worse. laughs> yeah, sorry. Sarah you're gonna have to give this guy a fourth chance I'm sorry
0: <laughs> yeah sometimes there's no reason sometimes it's just that this more plot to come Sarah wakes up Philip uh, in a very similar fashion to Weibo earlier on with a little kiss uh, and they go we for a it the idea. in the car also lead with the flying car if you're trying to win a woman back I know. Dude,
2: this is the biggest fault of the movie where it takes her it finally takes her to be like hey moron you're in a flying fucking car <laughs> and you're trying to sca- how about instead of trying to rig college basketball games <laughs> you bullshit why don't you fucking give people flying cars <laughs>
0: So that's basically her entire speech, yeah, but a little nicer because <laughs> she loves him. <laughs> but he's still well, not really getting it. It
2: should be harder and it should be her saying, I'm yeah.
0: leaving you again. And they return back to the garage to find the mob there because they, they'd seen the flying car earlier on. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. wants to strike a deal with Philip but for some reason Philip refuses to sell even though this is the guy who they literally owe money to from the college and he'll also pay for the the idea of yeah, the it car. it just doesn't
1: make any sense. Why is this character in the movie? Why is this scene in the movie?
0: <laughs> he clearly threatens him. He's like, if you don't give it to me, I'll just
2: take it. And he's like, well, I guess you'll have to take it. And he's like, I have no problem with this.
0: <laughs> well, for some reason, Philip thinks it's a better idea to sell the car to Ford, which, you know, I know a corporation is slightly better than the mob, but it's not... Hugely morally different,
1: is it? I'm surprised when the Ford guy sees him flying outside the window, he doesn't like shoot him out of the sky. Like, this is a direct competitor. Like, it's not like the guy who invented the electric car benefited from showing the automobile industry, they tanked it.
2: It's also so clearly, like, I don't know, for me, it just reads so clearly that it's a bit of paid promotion. Oh, you know? for like, sure. oh, yeah, so oh, yeah, 100%. It's the only brand mentioned in the entire movie, yeah.
0: and it's yeah. so, like, welcome to Ford. <laughs> like It's the only reason there's a car in the movie. let like, alone <laughs> yeah. that it can fly. It's just so they can oh, lead up to the Oh, there's something promotion. I didn't
2: bring up until right. Like, when they're flying the car, he's in a convertible car. Right, and yet he has Weibo in the seat next to him, as if the inertia from the air is going to keep Weibo in place. And Weibo just stays in place with the vehicle, as if it wouldn't just fly out the fucking nether. That's flubber, baby. That's flubber. It's it's, it's like if you're going to have a flying car, do it Harry Potter style and have a roof on. <laughs> But of course now the mob is not content
1: with uh, with not getting their hands on that <laughs> car.
0: Yeah, so they, they break right into Philip's house. They smash everything up in that basement until they find Flubber. Much similar mistakes to what Philip made. The mob guy sees Goo, this little green Flubber pre-cum leaping, leaking out of the <sighs> container and he sticks his finger in it not knowing what it is. They don't know about Flubber. They just know that there's a flying car and he's like, mm. yep, this is it. This is the stuff we've got to take back and they, they try to steal that. But this is your. Gonna love this now, Pat. This is concussion central, isn't it? It is head
1: trauma, (laughs) fucking city.
2: (laughs) She doesn't go for the groin. <laughs> no, no, no. Even Weebo gets a bit of fucking concussion to their head in.
0: in this one. She gets it the worst, yes. And I'm yeah. kind of <laughs> glad of it, to be fair. Yeah. Well, it was a, it was a was dream. Stoked.
1: It's like hitting that mosquito that's been bothering you all night, and you finally get it with a well-timed Finally,
0: clam. yeah. So she clunks them in the head. One of them takes a bat, hits her to the ground, hits her a few more times. She is fucked up. And Philip and Sarah arrive home after their little trip to Ford to to find her all broken up. I've never seen so
2: many zeros, (laughs) is is a line from the... They come into the house. Then they they see
1: Weebo's dying corpse and Philip's like, I'm looking at one more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he he says that he's going to download her quickly before... She dies and then does nothing. He just watches her die because well, he also, doesn't want to say You know red. what,
2: though? Actually, a bit of really it, like watching Robin Williams in this scene, and you're like, damn, he's good. Like, yeah, he's yeah, really he selling this emotional connection to this terrible robot.
1: He's selling he's it well, even though, you know, like it's all very convenient for him. When your robot's in love with you, it doesn't have a soul. Now it's dying. Oh, suddenly it has a soul again. Like, <laughs> you know. It has a soul. I was, ba- I was, have to say, I was blown away by this scene because I. I kept expecting there to be this hand wave of like, oh my God, oh, she's dying. That's okay, we'll back her up. And they keep saying it as if they're going to do, but then you (laughs) realise that it's just him having this like, He's
2: grass with straws moment
0: yeah
1: and of course instead what
2: happens well because he's not successfully he's not successfully able to recreate or do any of his inventions because all of his inventions happen by accident
0: mm. and there's something that proves that in a moment but you first pass. yeah well i was just going to
2: go on to the to the to the
1: insane scene that that follows this
0: okay yes. Yeah, so before she dies she shows a file name to philip and sarah and that is mm. sylvia and people listening won't recognise that because we didn't mention it earlier. But the name that the, for the hologram that she creates, Weibo, yes. earlier on she picked is Sylvia. That's why yeah. that's important. He goes to the computer and he finds the file name uh, after downloading it. And it's this... Um, it is the video version of a suicide note because there's no way she knew she was going to <laughs> yes. die. She had yeah. just prepared it just in case.
1: It's her in her hologram form being like, if you're watching this, I'm dead. It's insane.
0: And it gets even worse because she talks about how she's backed up a version of herself, removed any faults, and added a little bit of Philip. And then she calls whatever this new download will be her daughter, implying that it would be their child. Uh, But going back to what you said before there, Barry, Weibo does say that Philip doesn't know her code,
2: and because she says that she had hidden it from him, right? Yes. And then you're like, "But what else is he is she hiding from him?" A full stop, and all the things. But it's the like, and it's, well, it, and and although that's a generous read on this situation, but I guarantee you, this man has no idea how his inventions are solved, and I'll uh, and I'll I have proof at the very end of the movie, and I'll hold my proof until. But gone. also,
1: we we better pray and hope that he has no idea how his inventions are made, because if we're following the logic that Weibo's um. Put together this new program, and that is her daughter. Then, by that logic, Robin Williams is Weebo's dad. So, what fucked up fucking relationship was she trying to pursue?
0: Ooh, yeah, if, oh, if
1: that's the yeah. logic, that she's made a child with her own dad.
0: The one thing we were missing from this movie was incest, and we've just bloody nailed I know. it down. If,
1: I, if we, it was already, it was the insane suicide note using the form of this amalgamated being that she's created, that she tried to, like, seduce him in his sleep with. And then she throws that fucking bombshell into it. It's such an <laughs> insane way to resolve that character's fucking
0: path. <laughs> we forget about Webo now until the end of the movie. Thank Christ. Because Philip and Sarah... <laughs> Yeah, thank Christ. Have a plan. They head over to the mob's house uh, because Flub has been stolen, obviously. And he says that he wants to make a deal... Uh, and that he'll give him two years... Well, the, the mob boss says that he wants two years from him. Give him any of the ideas he has just for a 30-day extension on the loan, which is <laughs> an a shit insane deal. <laughs> deal to ask for, yeah. The mob boss should have known this is a trick because there is no way in which that works out for Philip. Because even <laughs> yeah. if you work for him for two years, he's just said he's going to take all the money so you'd never be able to re- repay <laughs> the loan. But, but fine, we'll put that aside because... It's flubbering time, isn't it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that note. Yeah, that was great. There's, I only have one note for this whole section, except for right at the end, and the only note I have is in quotation marks. Oh dear, and that's when <laughs> Robin Williams gets thrown against the wall, and he gets pushed against next to a deer, uh, um oh. <laughs> headpiece, and he goes, "Oh dear." <laughs> that that part does rule, but but so just
1: before that, that's um, we we have the uh, quote unquote reveal the mob boss is also yes. working with Shooter McGavin.
2: Yeah, reveal is a generous read.
1: <laughs> and what I love is that um, Robin Williams' uh, a f- f- fiance, what's her name, Sarah, yes. she's shocked. And that seems fair enough because he's, he's kind of been putting up. But Robin Williams looks shocked as well. This is a guy who has never been more upfront about how evil he is. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you're, doing under- you're stealing my invention? It's like... Dude, the first thing you said to him when he walked in in this movie was, oh, you're back to steal another one of my inventions. <laughs> Why are you surprised now? It's
0: so good. And, I and also love the scene.
1: Oh, yeah? No, no, go on. No, no, after you, after you. No, you.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I love the scene after this where the, the mob goon is searching Robin Williams before oh. allowing him to approach Flubber. Oh. And first of all, he finds the hand cream and there's a whole thing about that. But then he finds a water pistol, which is This is, is the funniest scene in the whole movie. It's so good. It's disgusting that they call it a squirt gun. I hated that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll live with it. Uh, and then the mob boss keeps telling him to give it to him. meaning <laughs> Give it to, to him. Hang gun. Yeah. But just for two minutes straight, this guy squirts Robin Williams no, in the face it. and in the hands. <laughs> yeah. So and then he goes, it goes
1: I'm it. saying... Put like give it to his hand, and then he the mob the mob goon looking so genuinely confused starts spraying Robin Williams's hand, like looking back at his boss, being like, "Is this what you want?" Fantastic. The the other tiny thing I wanted to mention about this scene is that, and I, I rewatch this to make sure. But the sequence of events that happens with the mob boss, as with the goon, is that he finds the gun, which looks like a real gun, in Robin Williams's yeah. um uh, uh, uh you know in his shirt pocket, inside pocket, takes yeah. it out sprays Robin Williams in the mouth Robin Williams says it's a squirt gun which means that the mob goon was going to take the gun out and shoot Robin Williams in the face immediately he He just instinctively (laughs) fires at his face so good it's an incredible moment it's it's truly I, I was like Getting ready to tap out of this film, and that just brought. I was like, I wish this film was twice
0: as long. I say, release the flubber cut where it was a real gun, and Robin Williams's brains are sprayed across the library, <laughs> um,
2: and then the brain turns into flubber, and it all goes yeah, around because yeah. he's got all the radiation in his brain. Uh,
1: starts he fucking... he, 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 ref, he reforms like the uh, like the Terminator Two Terminator. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's a movie.
2: Actually, well, they. You know what? Finally, in the, in the uh, behind the scenes that I did watch a little bit of, um, they talk about they they considered using the same technology, the same effects that made that um, uh, in Terminator Two. That what oh, is it called? Nice. The, the liquid robot. Yeah. 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 Um, they were they they considered using that for Flubber.
0: Oh, nice. Why didn't they? they they
2: wanted something it was too it was too solid like Uh, they needed it to be more um, goopy more more bouncy isn't it
0: crazy that they needed a whole different system for that back then and now (laughs) that's probably literally a slider on whatever program use. no they deleted that
2: feature they're like no one's ever going to need this again (laughs) literally
1: literally in I'm pretty sure in like uh, uh, Adobe Premiere there's a slider where one end is Terminator 2 and the other end is Flutter and you just (laughs) you literally <laughs> just as
0: well. um,
1: but yeah then uh, then uh, Robin Williams unveils his master plan which is he releases Flubber and then activates the headlights of his car which act like it brings us back to the camera flash at the start oh, of course, making yes. Flubber go uh, bonkers mental yeah yeah. which I thought was going to happen in the basketball game I thought there was going to be some guy being like wow what a game and, and you know I thought it was going to play more
0: of a role but it was just to, to, to get to this final moment they could not afford that we can have flubber (laughs) in two scenes that was the dance and that's now Yeah. yeah so flubber goes mad he's bouncing around the room and because they've applied the cream to their hands which we know has flubber in they start doing this fight scene where not a whole lot of interesting stuff happens and it's literally just people being bopped and all hits are to the face. As yes, said. exactly. Everyone being this, punched in the face This is where I started to develop
1: my theory because no one gets punched. You'd think it would be a funny thing to give someone like a gut punch and they fly back. No, every single punch, every swing in this scene is to the face.
2: The only yes. person, the only thing who doesn't make a, a blow to the face and instead mm-hmm. makes a blow straight out the anus is yes. Flubber. Yes, Fire <laughs> our, our man, the fucking. Um, shoot, him a Gavin. Uh, shoot him, McGavin. Shoot him, McGavin. The Flubber flies Say into his either. mouth.
1: He accidentally swallows it. He does a piece of acting which I can only describe as fucking Herculean. And <laughs> like the worst he,
2: sensation. He
1: truly looks like a man who has got flubber moving through his small intestine. <laughs> the th- look on his face. And then he shits flubber out. And that's, you know, what else can you say? He shits out flubber.
0: And for some reason they now win. And the yeah. mob leave them alone. And the movie is coming into a close.
2: And Robin turns into Willy Wonka. <laughs>
0: The the only thing we get now is that they get married again. They splash another twenty K on another wedding. But for some reason Sarah has agreed to allow Robin, Philip, to do it via Skype so he can play with yeah. his toys in his basement. Yeah, he
1: has had absolutely no character development. No character. It's the exact same. She's had to move all the way across the aisle, literally, and he has had no fucking change at all, except that he's put on a fucking top hat, so now he looks like the Monopoly Man.
2: Yeah, I wrote here. (laughs) The message of the movie is that she had to learn to accept him for who he was, instead of him not missing their fourth attempt at a wedding.
0: And that, that's spot
2: on. Oh, and now this is, this is my proof. So uh, we finally made it to the end of the movie. And here is the final bit of proof that this man has no idea what he is doing at any moment. Because he is on the Skype call at the wedding. They kiss the camera really awkwardly and shitty mm. in, a, in a way that would make any COVID couple cringe uh, at their at their experience the last couple of years. And then he goes, oh, don't worry about these these chemicals I'm mixing. They're completely compatible. And then his entire fucking laboratory blows up because everything he does is a 50-50 fluke.
1: <laughs> yeah, and let's also not uh, move past the detail that I believe he kisses the new Weebo, the Weebet, um, screen. <laughs> yeah. So that means when getting married to his wife He does so by kissing the illegitimate love child he has With his dead robot floozy
0: Robot yes. <laughs> And this is his daughter slash granddaughter Yes, yes, Ugh. let's also not move past
1: that Ugh. And then of course they do the grease ending They um, get into their flying <laughs> car and fly off <laughs>
0: They do indeed And yes. who
1: does the voiceover at the end? So that is, that's we bet talking at the end that's, That's bet. I was really confused that by that because they don't, you don't see her, and they don't really set up what her voice sounds like. But just at the very end, she starts complaining about like I'm not going to be in a hotel room with Flubber because I guess it's like they're on a family road trip. Flubber's also his son, um, so he better, Sarah better watch out for Flubber <laughs> in case he starts making moves towards fucking Robin. And they fly <laughs> off into the sunset while uh, the te- the kind of bratty teenage wee bet talks about how she won't share a hotel room. And that's the movie. And that's fucking flubber.
0: (laughs) flubber. I I checked to see if there was a post-credit scene or something that rounds it off better, but that literally is it. Yeah, my God. I hope
2: that Sarah has no hopes of uh, having children with this man because he is occupied with his two. fucking maid children that he frankensteins to bring to life. There,
1: there's no way he still has operational sperm after what he's exposed himself to. Himself. <laughs> gamma we're, radiation! We're, we're completely fine,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was great, boys. Oh. Thank you very much. Oh my god. Thank you, Evan, for having us. Well, well, you're not leaving yet, mate. I've got a bloody question for you. <laughs> <laughs> for once, I'm glad not to be asked it. So, boys... You think that was good, do you?
2: (laughs) No. (laughs) I didn't like it. I wanted to like it so bad, Evan. I I thought this was like a massive classic. I I think I've never seen it and I didn't like it. What was wrong with it, mate? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sorry. What didn't you like? I think I didn't like... I was out as soon as the robot had love feelings for Robin Williams Same. and was hiding information from his wife. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Actually, I was out the second the, the wife... The second the wife get, said, oh, who could forget a third wedding? I was out. I was like, this movie sucks <laughs> and this guy is terrible. <laughs> oh man.
1: Um, I have to say that I knew this movie was a stinker. I hadn't watched it since I was a kid, but even as a kid, I was like, this is boring, I want to watch some other... I want to watch Jimmy Neutron instead, or whatever. But <laughs> I have to say, the re year there were a lot of scenes and a lot of performances that I thought were really good. Obviously... The performances the movie, are good. Obviously, the movie as a whole is absolutely dog shit. It's, been re- it's clearly been cobbled <laughs> together from six different scripts. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There are an entire part that you could cut... That wouldn't be any different. Weibo needs to be burnt in the fucking stake. But <laughs> Robin Williams does a—you know—he's a good performance. He's, a, he's Robin Williams is great. Christopher McDonald as shooting Shoot Gavin, I know that's not his name, but I'm sticking to it. It <laughs> does a fantastic performance. The goons are great. The fucking oh, water yeah. pistol scene is an all-time scene. And, <laughs> it's mean, so
2: good that actually did help the movie. And a there's lot. a couple of great
1: little bit parts. <laughs> Ted from Scrubs. Uh, R.I.P. to that actor. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Uh, does a fantastic monologue like there was clearly a really really solid classic 80s kids movie here underneath a pile of absolute dog shit like this is, this is such a this is such a studio ruined movie but you've got a yeah. few little things of good so I have to say I will never watch this movie again but I've got the file on my yeah. computer now and I will skip to that water pistol scene every few, uh, every few years <laughs> and rewatch that
0: I can't sum it up any better than you boys had. I, I feel exactly the same way. The cast, I think, outstanding. Not everyone yeah, was, yeah. you know, amazing, but no one had a, a poor role in this. Just a strange and unnecessary movie. This. Uh, I, I get that the flubber element is fun for kids, but other than that. I don't know what else in this movie was for kids. It was all very strange, sinister stuff yeah. piled on. Do they on. enjoy
1: the idea of not showing up to your wedding? Like, is that fun for kids? I don't...
0: Yeah, I, strange adult worries, the weird relationship with the robot. Oh, we've covered it all already. Yeah. You know what the issues were. I, I have to say, though, I did enjoy this. Will I watch it again? Yeah. Probably not for fun. But nice. I, strangely, I did have a good time with this. Before we round off, is there anything else you boys want to add? Anything more you want to plug?
2: Oh, I mean, we'll plug our podcast, obviously. Yeah, do just, it. Uh, please listen to uh, Block Blockblunders. Uh, yeah, we're on all the podcast services uh, wherever you listen to the things. Um, and if you like this podcast, I think you'll you'll like ours. It's it's you know, movie aligned and it's a lot of fun.
1: If there's ever if you've got that classic movie that you've uh, that you've never seen and everyone says oh you should watch that but you reckon you've kind of got the gist of it maybe it's The Godfather maybe it's E T maybe it's fucking Spider Man. Uh, give our podcast a listen we'll have a uh, if it's not out by the time this episode's out we'll have an upcoming episode with uh, the uh, star of So You Think That Was Good Do You Evan Lewis uh, <laughs> cut out your last name if you don't share your last name on the podcast
0: <laughs> that is absolutely fine with me it's fun.
1: All right. Evan Lewis uh, living on 321 uh, Cardiff Avenue Cardiff <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, no, thanks so much for having us what a blast thank you boys i can't second that enough i've listened to every episode of your podcast it really is very very good these boys have such a good chemistry on there and they're very funny the last episode as well with um I can't believe i've just forgotten her Jenny name really, Jenny Chian, cool. yes, really good she she came pretty unprepared but she really writes that out <laughs> and it's really funny so if you're gonna start with one i reckon that one it's real good stuff other than that boys unless there's anything else no No, thank you so so much much for having us Evan, this
2: was amazing so fun
0: thank you boys for joining me this was excellent you really really stuck that out it was awesome and thank all of you for listening don't you dare forget to go and check out block blunders if you'd be so kind as to leave us a five-star review that'd really help with the reach of the pod same goes for these boys get on apple podcasts hit that five-star review you might not mean it you might not have listened please do both those things though but the yeah. the review is actually the only way that podcasts like this get reach it's absolutely fucked how the algorithms work so they really really <laughs> help but please do listen and please do enjoy them <laughs> yeah mostly just to just listen and enjoy yeah, yeah. hey why not give us a follow over on twitter and instagram say so you think pod and boys what are your socials so people can find you before we round off here
2: we're at Block Blunders on um, TikTok and on Instagram, and we are at underscore Block Blunders on Twitter.
1: We've also got a little YouTube channel where we share some videos, lots of fun.
0: And they're very, very good, so do check those out. Make sure you come back again next week when we'll be ripping the shit into the childhood classic Babe, which I have never seen, so I look forward <laughs> to getting stuck into that. Uh, and I've got another bloody new guest for you. And all I really want to leave you off with is this thought, and it's, How the fuck did Philip Brynard get a degree and a job? (laughs) Goodbye.